world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. Hey, pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, thanks for joining us today. And this is going to be a little bit unusual because I'm going to try to do the best I can to try to keep my mouth shut. I got a thousand things today I would like to talk about. Really, really important things. As they, they get up every day. You know, every day when I get up to, to do this show, uh, you could ask my wife. I was up a little bit before five. And I'm, you know, I'm, I, I go through a prayer routine and then I, you know, I do begin some research. Say, Lord, what do you want? What are we going to do today, Lord? What What are we going to talk about today? But this one's a little, I got a bunch of good stuff. But yeah, this one's a little bit different because a couple of days ago, if you guys all remember, those who watch the show regularly, I was harping about the fact that we do not lead with Christianity anymore. We've become conservatives. We've become whatever, whatever the name is, building a big tent, large tent, yada, yada, yada. And I said, I think that's why we're losing is because we will not call ourselves Christians, Constitution Party, Reform Party, all these pro-family groups. And I said, I don't care who I make mad. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. We need a reformation. We need a new style. It's like Woody Hayes, three yards in a cloud of dust, or the spread offense. We have to evolve to where we are. And so I mentioned Janet uh, uh, Folger-Porter, showed her website and said, man, this, this, this is a home run hitter. Janet's a home run hitter. And so Janet's joining us today. And some of you got the impression that I was banging on Janet. I said, no, 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 no. I'm, I said, here it is. Here is, as far as I know, the greatest Christian warrior we have running in America for Congress. And even on her website, uh, we don't leave with Christianity. I'm not criticizing Janet. I understand the way the game's played. I said, listen, we've got to, we, we got to separate the sheep from the goats here. And then down, I ran down a litany of people who were conservatives, 17 different types of conservatives, and I wasn't criticizing Janet. I couldn't be any more for her. So, well, uh, she sent me a, a text or whatever, and I responded. She's on here today. So this is going to be unbelievable. But, Janet, before we get gone, Myra has to pray us in here. Can you give Myra a chance to pray us in? Go ahead, Myra. I will be honored to do um, that, Coach. We're reading Galatians uh, 4.16. I therefore become your enemy because I tell you the truth. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to Coach Dave Haddle and open our hearts to you. Proverbs 16.18. Pride goeth before destruction and unhoudy spirit before a fall. James 3, my brethren, be not many masters knowing that we shall receive greater condemnation. For in many things we offended all, if any man offended not in word, the same is as perfect man and able also to bride the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth and they may obey us and we turn about their whole body. Romans 1.26, for this cause God gave them up for vile affections, for even their woman did change the natural use into the which was against nature. And likewise, also a man leaving the natural use of the woman burned in their loss one toward another when with men working which is unseemly and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error which was met. Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew, the first, and also to the Greek. One And the closing verse for uh, today, Wednesday, and a stone, 1 Peter 2.8, and a stone of a strongly and a rock and offense, even to them which stumble at the word being disobedient, 
were unto all, so they were appointed. I release anointing that breaks the joke of evil unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Myra. Yeah, I got a lot of stuff going on. Yes, I'm going to be up the Constitution Party this this weekend. Yes, David Heavener's stuff going on, but we we got to move on because I want to get there with Janet. Play this video real quick, if you could, for me, Spencer. Uh, I got it at the top. It says her name. And it says a video. This is about a one minute and a half video that Janet made. Go ahead and play this. <laughs> I'm Janet Folger Porter. I introduced the state and federal heartbeat bills and helped pass them in 14 states and counting. I helped draft legislation to protect religious liberty and led the charge to enable military chaplains to pray in Jesus' name. You see, actions are what you believe. Everything else is an empty slogan. I'll cut funds to schools that groom our children or teach critical race theory and cut funds to states that require vaccinations for employment, travel, or education and cut federal funding to states that enable voter fraud, redirect it to states who transition to watermarked paper ballots. I'll protect your gun rights, curb inflation with a balanced budget, abolish the unconstitutional Department of Education, and regain energy independence. I'll finish the wall and name it after President Donald J. Trump. Then, enlist a congressional committee to investigate big tech censorship and their campaign collusion. It's all in my America First contract at JanetFolgerPorter.com. There's a reason why the left considers me a threat to their godless and Marxist agenda. I'm Janet Folger Porter. If we can end abortion, as we just did for 40,000 babies a year in Texas, we can take our country back. I ask for your vote, your support, and your prayers. Paid for by conservatives for Janet Folger Porter. Mark Bidwell, Treasurer. Amen. Okay. Well, let me stay right there a second. Could Janet, please listen. Stop that right. Leave that screen up there. Janet, don't take this as criticism because I'm I've been on a I've been on a roll here the last couple of days trying to to make a point. I understand politics, but conservatives for Janet, I want here's what here's what I'm saying, Janet. We're missing the boat. That should say Christians for Janet Folger Porter. And I know what you would say. Well, we want to draw in people who maybe aren't Christians. I, I get it. I get it. But I'm saying maybe it's time we changed our playbook a little bit. And as we look down the road, maybe four years, eight years from now, Christians will actually begin once again to vote as a group. That's the point that I'm that I'm trying to make. Folks, I'm going to open it up here to Janet. She has been, I've, I've known Janet for 20, 25 years, back to when I got sued by the American Civil Liberties Union. She is unflinching Christian, unflinching uh, in, in what she believes. She doesn't back down. She gets things done. She's got the scars to show it. I couldn't be more for anybody than Janet Folger Porter. I want you to know that right up front, okay? So this is not a criticism of her. It's an evaluation of our team game plan here, okay? That's what that's what I want everybody to understand. Don't take it personally. Don't get mad. I'm not talking about Janet. I'm talking about everybody out there. You don't like this candidate, coach. You don't like that candidate. You don't like, no, listen, I'm trying to say, as we sit here today, how many people are running for Senate? And we don't know who's who's the real Christian. How many are running for for a governor, and we don't know who the real Christian is. Why is this happening to us? That's my jumping off point. Janet, welcome. Come on in and uh, thank you so much. Do you Coach, think, I, uh, it's a mutual, it's a mutual honor and respect uh, association. I have long uh, held you in high esteem for your strong okay. stand, and uh, and and I just, I just appreciate everything you're saying. And I, I, I honestly, I, uh, I, I debated back and forth. In fact, I had a cross in my original yard sign. Um, but I, 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 I was told this, and I think this makes some sense. That saying you're a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. Saying you're pro-life doesn't make you pro-life, right? And what I've learned in this this battle, especially in the last decade, is that there's really only one way to tell the difference between the real and the rhino, the the Christian and the and the fake. Um, and it's actions. That's it. Actions are what you believe. Everything else is empty slogan, empty words, empty promises. And so what I believe is that, that, that I'm showing who I am and what I believe by what I've done. And you, uh, you did everything and then got in the race. You didn't get in the race and say, this is what I'm going to do, right? I mean, you have right. a long history of having done stuff. 
Yeah, I've been uh, I've been been fighting these fights for for many many years, many many decades, believe it or not. Um, and uh, and I guess I guess there's one there's one really easy way to tell. You know, the Bible says, "Woe to you, and all men speak well of you." I don't have that problem. Um, I do have a lot of patriots that, like yourself that that like me. Uh, uh, my Governor Mike Huckabee, former Majority Leader Tom Delay, a lot of the guys from the Freedom Caucus. Um, but but the Ohio Values voters. But 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 I think you can tell more about a person by who hates them. And let me mm. tell you something. The left, the Marxists hate me. And I got a, yes. I got a new a new badge of honor, Coach. Let me share it with you. I found it out recently. Um, is if you look to Right Wing Watch and you do a search by the number of articles they've written over the years uh, by by Janet, you do a search by Janet Folger. And then when I got married as Janet Porter, there are more articles uh, about me than any other woman in America. I am the most watched woman in the United States of America by the left, by the Marxists, yeah. because apparently they consider me to be a threat to their godless yeah. and Marxist agenda. Oh, here's, here's an article. I am listed as one of the five most dangerous religious right leaders in Trump's America. Hey, you know Amen. what? I don't need to put Christian on my website for people to understand what I believe. Um, I and, get it. As you know, um, and by the way, I'll tell you what's nauseating to me is you get people like Frank LaRose who voted against the heartbeat bill before at the very end he voted for it so that he could say, look, I'm running for, for statewide office. But he'd go and he'd say, you know, uh, uh, we stand. He gave the pledge at an event the other day and he said, we kneel for our Lord and we stand for the pledge. And I thought, you you are fooling. This this guy is just absolutely, he votes against, he votes to kill babies whose heartbeats can be detected. So, so. I love your idea, except that it's flawed in one way. The name Christian, putting it, slapping it on your material, yep. doesn't mean a thing. It's actions that matter, nothing I, else. Uh, sister, I could not agree with you more, but I'm looking down the road, okay? I'm I looking you. down the road that, that if we don't bring Christians together, you know this, Janet, we got Christians voting Democrat, right? And now we, we look, at, look at the statewide uh, uh, races that are going on. Every one of the guys running for governor, for governor claims to be a Christian. Every guy running for Senate claims to be a Christian. Claims. Why is it? Claims. I'm with you. I'm with you. Why is it, Janet, that we can't hear right now today all of the pro-life, pro-family, pro-whatever name groups that you have? Why can't we now focus our eyes four years down the road and all of us come together and say, we're picking, we are all backing this guy for, can't, for governor and we're going to back this guy for uh for Senate and put all of our efforts into raising up the candidate that we all want now for four years down the road. See, Janet, as a football coach, that's called a game plan. We I don't got have a game, game plan, plan, coach. I got a game right. plan. So right. Let, me, let me give you just a little background first for those that don't know me as well as you do. Um, as you know, I, I was a part of, of that, that right to life establishment. I worked to pass the, the right to know law and the woman's right to know. It's informed consent, the 24-hour waiting period, the parental consent, the fetal homicide. I even uh, uh, passed the nation's first ban on partial birth abortion. How do we do it? Well, they killed our bill in committee. And I, I remembered that someone told me a thing. There was a thing called a discharge petition. They said it couldn't be done. In fact, we met in a room of people who said it was impossible. But I know the state of Ohio motto. It is my motto. And, and, and we know it's true because Jesus was the one who said it. With God, mm -hmm. all things are possible. I live by that. And so when they said it was impossible, and they said, I remember Bob Netsley is a guy who uh, was in this meeting about how to rescue our partial birth abortion ban that was killed in committee. He said, well, I, 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 he said, I asked him, I said, what about a discharge petition? Let's try that. He says, well, they tried that in the 1970s, couldn't get enough signatures. And so then, then there was the idea about optics. This is a decision that a lot of people need to make in life. It's do you want to go with the sure thing or do you want to do the right thing? Amen. <laughs> in that situation, I'm going to pick the right thing because there are people who say, well, you know, we'll look like a failure if we try mm. it. And then we'll look bad. Wouldn't it be better just to wait till we get another go around and another mm. set of elections and some new commitment? I said, no, we're going to set out and do this. Um, and with the help of Ron Hood, the only legislator who helped me circulate this, this petition, we passed the nation's first ban on partial birth abortion by circulating successfully the first discharge petition in the state. But you know what? All of those things, as good as they were, at the end of the day, still left us with a million dead babies every year as a body count. And you can call the pro-life movement a lot of things, but with a, with, a, with a body count of a million innocent lives each year, success is not one of them. And so it was uh, uh, 12 years ago, 
that my husband, my Florida husband, brought him back to Ohio. He looked at me and he knew I'd been involved in all those things. And he said, just matter-of-factly, out of the heart, the mouth speaks, he said, why don't you outlaw abortion while you're here? And I didn't, you know, what any great woman of faith did. I, you know, I, I looked at my watch, I tapped, I said, well, you know, I'm, I'm here anyway. I'm, I might as well knock that out. I mean, I laughed because it seemed too big. And about two weeks later, God gave me the idea for the heartbeat bill. And I remember we had a group of people over for a housewarming party, and I wrote two words on, on the whiteboard as I, 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 I made them breakfast, and then I brought them into our living room. I put a whiteboard up, and I wrote two words no one had ever heard before, heartbeat bill. And by the end of that day, we had a sponsor. And then we started gathering co-sponsors, and they told us it was impossible. And as you know, we went up against my former employer of Ohio Right to Life that fought harder than Planned Parenthood against the most protective pro-life bill in the nation. Say that that again, uh, 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 Janet. The Ohio Right to Life was not working for the heartbeat bill. They were were fighting it. They were fighting it. They not only fought us, they testified against the bill. They lobbied against the bill. As I was putting co-sponsors on the bill, they were peeling people off. Um, it was it was unbelievable. And then when we finally got it through the, the House and the Senate, um, they called for a veto and got it from John Kasich, not once, but twice, and then celebrated alongside of the, of, of the abortionists uh, when the veto came. And then uh, when they knew that, that Mike DeWine was going to sign the bill, they ran to the front of the parade, claimed it was their idea after after testifying and lobbying against it for eight long years. They then said it was the most the most significant I have it quoted in my book. It was a chapter called The Enemy Within. They said, I think it was their most significant achievement to date. Uh, interesting. Um, but I'll tell you this. It's not about credit. It's about, it's about advancing yeah. the kingdom of God. And you Amen. know what? They said it was impossible. There are now 30 states that have introduced heartbeat laws, uh, uh, heartbeat bills. We've passed heartbeat laws in 14 mm-hmm. states. I had the privilege of recruiting the heartbeat sponsor in Texas and helped to draft that bill that now, not someday in the sweet by and by, but right now, protects 40,000 children a year. That's a stadium full of people that will be protected uh, from abortion this year in the state of Texas. And by the way, a similar bill, a Texas-style heartbeat bill passed in Idaho, one with a, with a civil remedy uh, uh, is just passed from conception in Oklahoma. We're drafting a Texas-style bill for Ohio right now. Um, and, uh, and, and, and so, that's... So- so, Janet, what would you say to the, the opponents that you have, some of them on the left, but some of them on the right, saying, uh-oh, no, no, abolition only. This is just compromise. And then you can kill the baby. How do you respond to them, Janet? Because I know they fought hard against that. They did. We got it from the left. We got it from the right. Let, let me explain. Um, I, I, we have a bill, a model bill at Faith Two Actions, the organization I founded, uh, that we have uh, from conception and from, from heartbeat. We're going to get as many children as we can and then go back and get the rest. Unfortunately, some well-meaning people in the abolitionist movement, what they do is they're throwing rocks at anybody that's doing anything. You know, it's almost like, imagine this. You've got a burning building. You've got a daycare center that's on fire. You got right to life says we're only going to rescue the kids out of the parking lot because we know we can get those. Those are those are sure things. Right. Then you've got the abolitionists to say uh, uh, we're just I mean, I've got people like me that say I'm going to go in and rescue as many kids and then go back and get another load of them, then go back and carry out more. But the abolitionists stand with their arms crossed and they're throwing rocks at those trying and saying, you know what, if you can't get them all, let the building burn. You know, I'm not willing to sacrifice innocent lives for principle. I want to save as many as I can, and then I'm going to go back and get the rest. And right now, we have the most significant pro-life victory in 50 years. We have saved more children than any any other law in existence. Yes, sir. I need a month with you, okay? Because there's just so many things that what what caused it's important for us to understand this, folks. Janet, what happened with right to life, national right to life, Ohio right to life, Janet? endorsed Mike DeWine again, who had the opportunity during COVID to close down the abortion clinics and didn't close him down. And we think about all these pro-family organizations, all of the people working hard, and I'm not making fun of them, in the state of Ohio. We get Rob Portman. We get John Kasich. We get Mike DeWine. What's going on, Janet? It's uh, it's really it's really quite atrocious, and you can find everything out about it you want to know in my book, A Heartbeat Away. Uh, it's it's a chapter called The Enemy Within. Everything is documented. Everything is 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 itemized of what what took place, what we're dealing with. We met with National Right to Life for a couple of hours trying to convince them. Um, but I'll tell you what, the, the the tide has turned. Now National Right to Life, 
who fought us against this bill. They now are asking in their candidate surveys about the heartbeat bill. Interestingly, uh, mm. we saw in Texas. Texas fought us in the heartbeat bill there. They came around at the end when they realized <laughs> they're losing. They're losing their, their debate. They're, they're, they're losing the, the donors. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, they're joining the parade uh, by running to the front of it, most of them. But, but here's, the, here's the bottom line. It's not about those that stand in the way. It's not about the obstructionists. It's about, it's about moving forward and advancing the kingdom of God. I'm not paying attention to those that are, that are fighting us because I, ultimately they don't matter. 50 years from now, no one's going to know their name because they were the ones who fought against the, the progress we're making, fought against the victory that we're, we're now achieving. Let me say this. Um, we're, we're looking right now at a way to, 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 to get our country back. And here's what I've learned. In, in South Carolina, we learned some lessons, and in Arkansas, what the legislators did there is they banned together. And they said in, in, in South Carolina, they had a, a, a freedom, or excuse me, it was, a, it was a family caucus. Their motto was, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. They were from the House of Representatives. And they said, if you want your budget or any of these other bills you care about, then you give us heartbeat. And you know what? In South Carolina, they got heartbeat. In, in, in Arkansas, Senator Jason Rapert, who passed the first heartbeat bill in 2013, he gathered together with a group of senators. They marched over to the House committee, who was blocking the heartbeat bill, and they said, if you want any of your bills to come through our chamber, then you give us heartbeat. And I'll tell you what, Coach, if we had had courage, legislators with that kind of courage in Ohio, it wouldn't have cost me a decade of my life. To why get don't the- they have courage, Janet? Why, why do these guys who call themselves pro-life go there and then bend over so easily? What's that all about? I'll tell you what it's all about. We, our biggest enemy isn't just the Marxists on the left. It's the rhinos on the right. And, and I'll tell you, what I spent a decade doing is fighting them. You know, that's why I was probably the least popular uh, woman in, in the Republican chamber in, in the Senate, I can tell you that, where, where we ran against them. Almost every single senator had multiple candidates run against them. Um, I actually ran against the Senate president. Tell me how popular a move you think that was. There mm. were uh, One insider told me there were two polls that showed me dead even with the Senate president. So they spent their war chest. They spent over a million dollars slandering me on every single radio television television station and hit pieces like you wouldn't believe saying I was the pro abort. But you know what? It wasn't easy. It wasn't fun. It, it, it didn't take a short time. It took a decade of my life, but you want to know something? It was worth it because at the end of the day, we stopped the killing for nine out of 10 babies. And then we're going to go back and get the rest. Now, let me, let me just say <clears throat> the reason why I'm running for Congress is because I'm going to fight for Liberty as hard as I fought for life, because right now our nation is in peril. We, we are right now on the brink of losing everything our founders bled and died for. And so I, I'm thinking about how can we do it? I mean, we learned that, 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 that you know, let me just tell you, in Congress, I, I lobbied for, I, we, we initiated the introduction of the federal heartbeat bill back in 2017, walked the halls, met with over 200 members of Congress, and we had 174 co-sponsors on the federal heartbeat bill. Coach, that's more than any other pro-life bill in Congress. And we have the additional 44 votes needed to pass it. And I met with Paul Ryan. I went right up to him and I told him, we've got, we've got the votes. And I showed him the co-sponsors more than any other bill. And he, uh, he, he would not do it. He would not bring it to the floor for a vote. The problem we have is the reason why abortion is legal. The reason why all these things we say we want haven't happened. It's because of the rhinos who we put in leadership who block mm. everything we want to do. Those who say say they are conservatives and are are not, Janet, that's one of the things I took on earlier this week, that that's a a meaningless term. Conservatism is pretend assault, right? doesn't really stand for anything. That's the war that I'm against. Let me show you something here real quick, folks. Uh, Pull up for me if you could, uh, uh, Spencer, number, uh, where the heck is it? Uh, Number four. Push number four up there real quick. So, Janet, I just did some searching here this morning. What we would call conservative groups. Folks, I'll open up the phone lines here in a minute. I promise. Ten conservative advocacy groups in America. Okay, just scroll down through them real quick, Spencer, if you can. These are the, Folks, these are the people. Now, let me make a point. Stay right there a minute. Stay right there a minute. I'm looking for, this is me now, okay? I'm looking at a paradigm shift. I understand politics. I understand big tents. I understand words. I understand it, okay? I'm going to take you down through the... Top 10, according to this, uh, this article, top 10 uh, conservative groups, and I want you to find the word Christian 
Let's go. Number one, the American Conservative Union. Number two, American Family Association. Number three, Americans for Prosperity. Number four, Citizens United. Number five, the Conservative Caucus. Number six, Eagle Forum. Number seven, Family Research Council. Number eight, Freedom Watch. Number nine, Freedom Works. Number 10, Heritage Foundation. Now, again, Janet, this is my argument. I'm not saying I'm right, but this is my evaluation of the game film. Why won't anybody call themselves Christian anymore? Can, can you? Why do you think that is? Uh, let me first say, and I just want to just say it for the record, I am an unashamed Christian. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and I'll tell you what bothers me more than pro-family groups that don't have the label, uh, like American Family Association, Eagle Forum. There's a litmus test. Those are the good groups that stood with us to keep hearts beating. But you want to know what? Um, what bothers me more are the fake Christians who claim Christ- that they use the label Christianity. Yep, and again, yep. peel off the label, look behind the banner, and see what the actions are. It's the only way to tell. So I couldn't agree, I I couldn't agree with you more. I'm trying to I'm trying to flesh them out, right? Because I can't wait to flesh them out. I can't okay. wait to tell you my idea. All right. So okay. I believe God gave me the heartbeat bill idea 12 years ago. I believe He's given me another idea. So, so in, in less than a week. If the people in, 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 in Summit County, Stark County, is in a little bit of Portage County that I rep, will represent, if they come out and vote, if the Christians, and that's it, if the Christians come out and vote, we're going to win. And when we do, what I want to tell you is this. I want a first meeting I want, and I've got people in the works that are making this happen. I want to meet with President Trump, and I want to present to him an idea that can break through the blockade that has kept us from getting everything we wanted every, every time. The Republicans have taken the majority. They promised to defund Planned Parenthood. Have they ever done it? No. no. They say we're going we're gonna to repeal Obamacare. Have they done it? No. Have they, have they said we're going to stop the steal? We're going to have voter integrity. Have they done it? No. no. There's a way. There's a way around it. And so I've put together, and I work with the former majority leader, Tom DeLay, who actually initiated the, the first contract with America back in 1994. He and I and others in the Freedom Caucus, people like Steve King, put together this America First contract. You can see it at my website. It's America's First contract, and it's got 10 things we want. These are bold things. This is the kind of thing, for example, uh, to abolish the Department of Education. Hang on, Janet. Hang on. Pull that up for us, if you could, Spencer, off of her website so we can see what she's talking about. Go ahead, Janet. So we've got a list of these things. If you click on contract, there it is. And and, and so here's what I want to do. You can see there's six days before this primary happens. You see our founders. That's our founders that signed the Declaration of Independence. These, are, these were the patriots who pledged their lives, their fortunes, their sacred honors. I want to gather the freshmen who come in in this primary. I want to get them right now before the hooks from the swamp come in and pull mm. them in with, with promises, with payoffs, with perks, with campaign leadership, you know, with, with uh, we'll give you a, a committee assignment. We'll make you a chairman. No, no, no. What I want to say is it says on this contract, these principles are not for sale. And right now, these candidates, you know, a lot of them are well-meaning when they run. They want to do what's right. Well, you know what? Let's get them to sign this form. Before mm. they before they get sucked into the swamp, and and before they pay they get they buy into the payoffs and say yeah I'll vote for you for leader Mr. Kevin McCarthy who told Trump he should resign yeah I'll right. vote for you because you'll give me something I want no these are not for sale and if we tell these 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 freshmen look you you want these principles you know what don't give them up don't sell them out for for a committee assignment amen sure. pull those Sign up there. In the dotted line we get the photo ops with the president we get ownership because they're now accountable to the voters because they run on this america first contract and I'm then fair. when we come in we come into congress coach we come in as a unified group can i tell you i want to start a caucus you want to hear what it's called called the honor caucus and it's one that will honor our our promises honor the 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 platform honor this contract Mm. but it's spelled differently it's spelled o-n-i-r it spells rhino backwards so you think (laughs) of that backward r it's o-n-i-r we're the honor caucus we're going to honor our word and we're going to be the opposite of the rhinos that we face and i believe that because i'm going in with 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 i'm not beholden to anybody i don't have any allegiances i don't owe anybody anything going in there i just want to i just want to make a difference i told god i said i i don't want to spend another decade fighting rhinos i don't want to beat up against a brick wall like i just did for the last decade i want i want to make a difference and what happens if we get a contract let me let me tell you a couple things on this thing all right in education not only do we abolish the department of education it's number yeah. 
Yeah, it's it. Why? It's unconstitutional. Federal government shouldn't be involved in it at all. Yet we're spending tens of billions of dollars in this horrific uh, institution that is pushing on our kids. All right. So, yep. so here's one. You'll like this. It's the Anti-Indoctrination Act. You know what it is? We've got the power of the purse in Congress. And you know what? We say, listen, if your school engages in teaching any form of racism, critical race theory, or any call it by any other name, we're not going to give you any funds. You want funds for education? Not going to get them if you're indoctrinating our kids yeah. with critical race theory. Or how about grooming? You heard about the Florida bill that the Governor DeSantis signed. He said you can't groom kids up to third grade. Hey, how about we don't groom kids anybody under the age of 18? And if, you children, if you're engaged in, in violating your own state obscenity laws with your sex ed classes or any other program or any other uh, 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 of, of these indoctrination efforts they're pushing on our kids, Guess what? We're going to take your funds away, too. Here's what we learned in the state of Texas, that we I thought we'd go after the abortion criminally. You know, I wanted to make them felons. I wanted them to lose their license and be put out of business. But when I drafted with some folks in Texas, they said, let's try it differently. The motivation of abortion is money. And if we can take away that motivation, in other words, give citizens the right to sue any abortionist, anybody who aids or abets in the abortion, that's the clinic escort, it's the receptionist, it's the it's the insurance company. Any citizen can sue for a violation of the Texas heartbeat law, and they'll get $10,000 if they win their suit. So, all right, but guess what? We had our friend Mark Harrington, we called around, and they stopped killing kids after six weeks. And so, you know what? If we take the money away, the indoctrination stops. I've, I'm drafting a bill. I'm on the board of a National Association of Christian Lawmakers. That's in my, my material. I'm a founding board member of that organization. And I'm drafted, I've drafted a bill. We're going to present this June to the legislators in all, all the 50 states. And the bill says we're going to remove the, the uh, protections. Right now, uh, parents, excuse me, uh, uh, teachers, librarians, school board members, they're all exempt from violating the state obscenity laws. Guess what? We're going to remove that exemption. And we're going to we're going to say parents have the right to sue when Johnny comes home with with something that violates the state obscenity law. That's grooming. And we're going to we're going to sue. And guess what? We're going to sue the teachers. We're going to school sue the school board members. And you want to know what? I think they're going to think twice about pushing this this garbage on our children. When well, they all, right, all right, General. Let me, let me let me really in here a second, Jen. Right. Folks, listen, listen, this this. She's, this girl's a doer, man. This girl is her life has been doing. Do you understand it, folks? That her life has been doing, and you know that's what we that that's what we're all about here, doing stuff, not talking. You, you shall know they're Christians. Why? By their love. You'll know a man by the fruit of his life. And so her fruit is beyond. And nobody can argue with the Christian fruit in Janet Folger Porter's life. Nobody can, right? Nobody can do that. So Janet, here's what I want to do. Uh, your plan's great. It's all good. It's a big mess. Everything's going on. I'm going to open it up because these these folks they got some they got some good questions for you. So let's let's do a a, a, a lightning round or whatever here and let's ask some questions. Come on in, Dr. Paul Goslin. Dr. Paul's from Maine, and they're trying to take away his license for doing what? Treating people with COVID. Come on in, Doc. Uh, I have a. Um, my, I guess you could say my platform is the sanctity of life. Um, as I'm not sure you're aware of this, but uh, the Hebrew um, word for Jesus is actually written on the DNA. So life actually begins way before the um, heartbeat. Sure. Of course. Um, and when I was in school, you know, they wanted to boot me out because I wouldn't take the only mandatory class, which was on killing and dismembering babies. Mm. And it's, uh, it's been a, a lifelong battle since I was a child. So I'm just curious what you think of revelations as in respect to what you're doing. Well, let, let me say a few things. I did, I did hear about, about God's name being written in our DNA, and I think that's one of the reasons why we've got this nanotechnology that's being put in this experimental bioweapon called a, you know, called a, yeah. uh, uh, a jab. Let me, let me say this. Um, there, there's two things. One is regarding this COVID deal. There's a, there's a bill I want to introduce. It's called the Constitutional Restoration Act so that we can never 
be in some kind of lockdown and have our constitutional rights being violated, that we can't have the, the right to, to peaceable assembly, that we can't have the freedom of speech and the freedom of religion. That's got to change. We've got to revoke that um, and make sure that no court order, no local ordinance, nobody, not even a governor can strike this thing down. Also, I've got a, a bill that I want to introduce called the Personal Autonomy Act. Originally, I called it the Nuremberg Act. And basically, it says it, you cannot violate our personal autonomy. It also violates international law that says you have to have informed consent before you inject any experimental anything into anyone. And if you as a state make it a condition to get the jab for employment, for medical treatment, for travel, like the travel uh, voucher, the travel uh, passports we're talking about, for education or for the sale of goods and services. I was in D.C. They wouldn't let you in a restaurant without a without a, yep. a proof yep. of vaccination. You know what? This can never be. And the way we can we can control it in Congress is with the power of the purse. That we can say you're not going to get your state funds if you do this to people. You're violating our autonomy. You're violating our personal rights. And you know, it's the argument that we've heard for 50 years about the right to control your body. They've used it to kill another body, a separate individual. But we have the right to control our own body and what decide what gets injected and what doesn't get injected in it. So, so yeah. regarding Revelation, are we at the end times? Let me tell you this. I believe that God's plan for America is not done. I believe that, we, that, that, that when we're in a place, in fact, I'll tell you, there was a group in Washington called The Return. And then Franklin Graham had another prayer meeting the same time. I was one of the people who was praying there on, on the mall. And one of the things I prayed in 2020, right before the election, I, I prayed, you know, that Second Chronicles 714 is what they bring out every election time. Yeah. And if my people, you know, they're called by my name, if we humble ourselves and pray and seek my face and turn from our wicked ways, it's the turn from our wicked ways we always forget. And so <laughs> this year, this year in 2020, I stood there and I felt a little bit like Abraham lobbying for mercy from God for America. And I listed at that moment, there were 10 states that passed heartbeat bills, plus Alabama that protect kids from conception. And I, and I made the appeal to God that we have, there is a remnant that did in fact turn from our wicked ways. There's now 14. Then there were 10. Now there's 14. There'll be many more. That the end of abortion has begun. And I don't believe that's the time that the, that the judgment of America is going to happen. We are turning mm-hmm. the tide, even in spite of everything you're seeing. And God is famous for working through remnants. Take, take courage, because I believe the best is yet to come. I really do. Janet, one of the points that I try to, try to make every, well, as often as I get here, is we are in the middle of a, a revolution. For, for two generations, really two generations, we sat back, we trusted government. The church told us, take our hands, don't mix the uh, sacred and the secular, don't get involved in politics. And as a result, the enemy came in and is in control of everything. We've had an awakening, and so we are now on a generational fight back to take back what what was rightfully given to us. So we can't look at this and say, God, we're so far behind in this game. Well, we got to win the next play. You got to win the next quarter. You got to win the next game. You just got to gradually continue to move forward as we've seen the enemy. That's how the enemy's done it. And we have to, we have to take some, uh, some hints from him. The children of this world are wiser, the Bible says, <laughs> sometimes than those of us who are carrying the name of the Lord. Jerry, come on in, Revelation 2015. Good morning. I'm from Vienna. In order to secure a future for our children, we must secure the elections. What's your strategy for that? Good question. I'm so glad you asked. Um, there is it's number it's number eight on the contract, the America First contract, and it's it's voter integrity. It's no federal funds for fraud act. All right, listen to this. Again, we got the power of the purse strings. We don't have to even bypass the sixty vote margin in the Senate. We can in the budget say if your state doesn't even do the bare minimum of requiring a photo ID, not a gas bill, not an electric bill, a photo ID to to vote, then we're going to take your funds, the security funds, and we're going to put them in a state that does that does the important things, like have watermark paper ballots that has with sequential numbering. We have uh, move it toward the states that move toward a voting day instead of voting months. Uh, move it to the states that that are actually going to have um, the 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 kinds of of of, of requirements. In fact, it's all spelled out in here. Um, uh, let's see here. 
uh, by the way, they need they need to we need to remove those mail-in invitations to voter fraud. That's that's what, that's what that's what this is. Not talking about absentee ballots from people that can't make it out to the polls, the elderly who request right. a ballot that's sent to them. But when you mail it out to the world, you're basically sending out an invitation for fraud. But I think yeah, we, 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 we live in the surveillance state. You mean that's we right. can't we can't figure out who's legal to vote and who's not? That's ridiculous, that's right. isn't it? Yeah, it is. And let me tell you, it goes beyond that. I want to set up a committee, a congressional committee. In fact, uh, you, you've heard of Dr. Frank. He's the guy that gathered all the research for, yes. for Mike Lindell. Um, yep. I, uh, I, he stayed with us uh, a couple of days ago, and we started brainstorming ways to take back America. We've got some ideas. But one of the things I want to do is present all that evidence that we know exists in front of, of, of Congress so that, that America can watch it on C-SPAN that they'll see the evidence. And then we take that evidence and we go to the attorney general, we go to, to the court, uh, whatever course of action we can do, and we, 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 we demand action. A lot of people say, we saw it in Wisconsin, the Speaker of the House said, yes, there's fraud, uh, but, you know, there's nothing we can do. I was at an event uh, in uh, Copley uh, uh, just the other night, and I interviewed somebody. I said, let me ask you something. You got a new car a year and a half ago? Um, what kind of car? It's just a silver car. And, and we, we, we talk about that. I said, you're making payments on this car. Yeah. I said, but, but, but somebody stole your car a year and a half ago, but we've got surveillance. We've got it on video. We've got witnesses who saw it. We know the guy who took it, but you know what? It's just been a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's been so long. There's nothing we can do really. We won't let him steal your next car, right? We yeah, will let so him steal your next car. Well, yeah, and we're going to have you keep making payments on the car he's using. And by the way, your insurance is due. No, if you wouldn't let him steal your car, you, why would we let him steal our country? And so <laughs> just because a lot of time goes by doesn't mean you don't demand justice. It doesn't mean you don't present the facts, and it doesn't mean you don't, you don't bring uh, uh, action into this. Let me tell you something, that, that what we're looking at right now is, is crime. It's not just voter fraud. It's a crime. And what we need to do is investigate crime. There's no statute of limitations on that. And I believe yeah. that what we need to do is, is right the wrong of what happened in 2020. Because, uh, again, we need to fix the system, and that's the way we do it. No, no, no funds, no federal funds for voting fraud. But then it. we, we investigate it. the past and fix Julie, it. Julie, come in then, Jeff. Go, Julie. Good morning. Thanks, Janet, for listening to us. Um, when you talk about turning the tide about abortion, it's like how can we the pastors and the preachers, because they are teaching about the rapture, and you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, Jen. How do we get our pastors involved? That's Julie's question. You know, it's funny because it seems as though people have more faith in in, in the escape hatch um, than they do in Jesus actually intervening. Amen. And the Amen. You know, I, I I believe again the state motto is is my life motto. With God, all things are possible. It used to be I you, you say the word impossible, and I'm going to introduce you to my God of the impossible. That's what we did with the heartbeat bill. And what we find is is there's a lot of pastors, and and I don't want to bash pastors because it's a tough job, and there's a lot of, a lot of, of of assault against them and against their families, their marriages. But I want to say this, that there are people right now in your church, if you're a pastor, I commend you for, for serving God and for taking on this position. But there are people in your church that are hurting. They're wounded. They've had abortions. And I know you don't want to offend them, but what ends up happening, uh, as a friend of mine told me this way, he said to me, Janet, what, what, what do you sense when I say this person's name? A friend who betrayed me. I said, I feel pain. He says, a warrior cannot feel pain. A warrior can have mm. scars, can't feel pain. He goes, how is Amen. it that how does a fly kill an elephant? <laughs> Well, if there's an open wound, a fly gets in, creates infections, can kill an elephant. So mm. we've got to get rid of the wounds. And one of the things, we've got a lot of walking wounded, people that have engaged, that have paid the way, fathers, mothers, grandparents, that, that were engaged in, in the, they were involved in the abortion business. But the, but the critical thing to healing is you've got to clean out the wound. You've got to hey. repent. You've got to have the blood of Jesus cleanse, cleanse that out. And if you're just ignoring it. That these, these people are going and having more abortions. You're creating more and more problems. we got to address it from the pulpit so that people can be healed, so that there can be repentance, that there can be a turning, that there can be, I think, an engagement of those people who are the po most powerful voices in, in, in potentially, those who've been there, that know the horrific, they know what abortion is, the horrific nature of They've had their child ripped out from them, and if they get healed, if they get they they get forgiven and healed, they will be the most powerful voices we have Amen. in this movement. So that's Jeff, why I think the churches matter. We come on in, Jeff. I love it. It's just too bad more men don't have the fire she that's had. Right. That's Here's right. Here's a question I got for her. If 
fighting these school board meetings for eight months, four city schools. Now they're bringing in that nationwide children's hospital. Do you, do you have any information, any, any tips on what we could do to put a stop to this? Because it's got reproductive rights in it and everything else. Did you know it that, is, Janet? Do you know they're trying to children's hospital out of Columbus is now trying to embed clinics inside schools, one of them being in Mount Vernon, Ohio. Did you know that's going on, Janet? I know that they've been trying to do that for years. I didn't know the most recent effort. Um, we've got to stop it at all costs, of course. Um, and and I'm trying to think now what, what's on the books right now. Um, I got to think that there's already something. Let me just think about it. If there's not, there needs to be. That, that we can't be doing this. Um, you know, look, w- I was one who, who worked to pass parental consent. Um, and what, what happens in these clinics is that they, they, they suck the girls in and they say, well, you know, this is, this is typically what happens. They say, oh, you're pregnant. You don't want to tell your mom and dad. Well, listen, we'll, we'll help you. We'll take care of it. And then they, they, they usher them into the abortion mill. Um, that, that is a violation of state law, of course, uh, with parental consent. It violates parental consent. But we got to get rid of this. This is, this is absurd. And you know what, I, you know what I'm tired of doing? I'm tired of reacting. Of, of, of defending, Amen. responding to it and defending a shrinking piece of real estate. You know what I want to do? And this, we could spend all of our effort fighting the, 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 what the enemy's doing, putting out fires. I'd rather create fires. I want to say, you, you know what? To. You yeah. want to do what you want to do? I'm going to end abortion. You want to talk about it? You want to march about it? You want to, you want to you know, try and get Clinton? I want to end it. And so we're drafting the bill right now. And you know what? Maybe what we need to do is put within that, put within the legislation that you can't do this nonsense. This is, this is absurd. Um, parents need to rise up. And I think that that's what's happening. Even though the Justice Department, the FBI under the Biden, uh, uh, I, I don't call him President Biden. He's resident Biden. I will not, I will not do it. And Amen. the plain dealer asked me, you know, was, was he properly elected? I said, look, you know, you've got enough evidence of voter fraud uh, to, to, to investigate this. Mm. Um, but no, I will not. I will not call someone who is who is not legitimate. Legitimate. I'm not going to do it. That's called mm-hmm. a lot. Glenn Claremont, come on in, Glenn. So sorry. There's a lot more to say, but go ahead. Hey, yep. hey Janet. Uh, thank you for. Well, you know, I, I, I followed you for for quite a while now, and uh, thank you for proving that a Christian who's willing to get involved can make a difference. We hear so many times, even from Christians, that that the system is too far gone. You can't make a difference. Uh, You've proven just the opposite, and, and I just want to say thank you because you're, you're a real inspiration for us that are trying to maybe make a difference, uh, and you've proven that it can be done. Uh, you just have to get in mm-hmm. there and fight and, and, and stand by your convictions and take and, action. And, and, and uh, fight. That's right. Fight for those levers of power. Glenn's yeah. running for Central Committee in, in Columbus. Get those levers of power. We need that's to take right. those things back. And you know what? It, it's, it's, it's in unity. You know, I tell people, and I wrote about it in the Heartbeat Away book, um, it doesn't take an army to, to pass, to, to, to get a bill like this through. Uh, we had, there were times when I could count my friends on one hand. Mine, uh, his name is, uh, his, his name is, uh, what is his name? Mark Crutcher. Called me up and he yeah. says, how's it going? I said, well, well, not so great. I said, they're, they're blocking our bill in Congress. They're stalling. They're killing our, they're, they're blocking our bill in the Ohio Senate. And, uh, and, you know, I can count my friends on one hand. It's not going so great. And his question to me was this. He said, did you, did you go down to Columbus to make friends or did you go down there to end abortion? And the mm. answer is I went down there to end abortion. Amen. And you know what? It's not about the fear of man. It is fear that kills almost every dream that God puts in our heart. It kills far more dreams than failure ever did. I would rather try and fail any Amen. day of the week than wish I had tried. Someone said, you know, when, when I felt called to run, you know, I, you know, I'm up against some pretty big obstacles and a whole lot of money. But you know what? Some, someone gave me this advice. They said, they, I said, I'm thinking of running for Congress. And she says to me, uh, she said, life is short. Take risks. No regrets. You know what? I would, I would rather Amen. try and fail than wish I had my entire life. And so what we need to do is band together. And that's what, that's what I learned in South Carolina. We learned it in Arkansas. We're going to take those lessons, those hard-fought lessons into Congress. And imagine, just imagine, if, if there's 70 in this red wave. That come together. They all sign this America First contract. We come in like a like a Trojan horse, only for good. And we say, Amen. no, we're not going to be bought. This, these principles are not for sale, and we're going to get the things we want. And or or we're not going to elect you, uh, Kevin McCarthy, or anyone Amen. else who's running. All right, Jen, let me let, let me give you a kiss on your forehead, Jen. If you're doing good, there's a kiss on your forehead. Gene wants hey. to ask you a question. Okay, Gene and Roger, go, Gene. Yeah, thank you. And I, Janet, I admire you for what you're doing and saying, but we're missing the whole point right now. 
I ask this on people who come on my front porch. What are you going to do about the corporation government? The corporation is what's killing this country. And all this other shit would go away. we got to get back to be who we are. We're mm. men and women. We're not that artificial entity that they say we are. Do you realize that? We've got to be more specific if you would. The, the whole idea that that that, that uh, the U- United States of America is a corporation set up as a corporation in Washington D.C. and they've usurped power and usurped our rights that they don't rightfully have. Yeah, I, I understand that, and and I, I I believe that there's some movement that are that's happening behind the scenes to to right that wrong. Um, and and I'll tell you something else we need to write in in, in terms of when I, when you first talk about corporations I was thinking well right now the, the biggest problems in, in addition to that foundational issue that needs to be changed I agree with you but but we have we have a marketplace of ideas that it, we're, 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 we are being strangled out of um, when you look at big tech right now we're looking at, at at the censorship how many people on this call raise your hand if you've been banned I was banned by YouTube this week. Um, I was, I, I, you know, I've been banned when we, when we put out a, on the brink of a vote ad on Facebook, that's when they banned me because they, we were, we were almost over the finish line. This is the kind of stuff that can't happen right now in Congress. You're given special privileges called, uh, and it's all, it's listed number 10 on my item. It's, it's, it's the ending support for, for internet censorship act. And, and it's, it's, it's called Section 230. They're giving special privileges to all the big techs with more, more than 30 million users. And we got to stop that. But I'll tell you what else we need to stop. If you were to make a donation to my campaign as a couple, you can only give $5,800. You can't give $6,000. If you do, you're going to be in big trouble. But if you give $417 million, as Mark Zuckerberg just did, guess what? You're free and clear. You can influence elections. You can give money to, right. to Frank LaRose, and he'll take it gladly. This is the kind of stuff that needs to stop. We need to have, and, yeah. and the president suggested it, a select committee uh, to investigate it. Roger Weaver, come on in, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hey, Janet. Hey, Good to see you. You bring me back to our young Republican days a few years ago. Yeah, um, a few years ago. Quick. Yes, you had talked about them going to get abortions. Help us out with Big Pharma, who's taking abortions into your home. How do you stop this abortion pill thing? My understanding is the vast majority of abortions are not in facilities anymore. They're in the individual's own home. Well, great question, Roger. Great question. Okay, so here's, here's the way, and I insisted that in the drafting of the bill, that we have what, what what's currently law in Ohio before it's going through the court system. But it says that before an abortion is done, you have to have a test for a heartbeat. It's required. All right. So so that means that if you you mail out Plan B and RU46, any chemical warfare against unborn children, you're violating state law. And if we put the civil penalty in that anybody, I mean, I could request, hey, send me send me RU46 through the mail. And guess what? I can then sue them for violating state law because you cannot uh, give an abortion or something that that that, that causes an abortion that, that's taking a life once it's begun. Then guess what? Um, you're in violation of state law. And if we put that civil penalty in, it's going to cost you 10 grand every time. So, so we're going to get the chemical abortions because the testing is required. You got to have the test first to see if there is a heartbeat. And if there is a heartbeat, you can't kill the child. And you got, and, and by the time they have the test, it may very well be that that child is this is ultimate incrementalism, which I think is a good idea, by the way. Come on it's in, a great Rochelle. Big increment. It's a yeah. great honking big increment that saves yeah. almost every life. That's right. Go ahead, Rochelle. And we'll go back and get the rest. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning, Janet. Um, first, thanks for standing up uh, and standing against what's evil. Um, here in Florida, DeSantis passed uh, uh, the uh, make an abortion legal f- to reduce it from 24 weeks to 15 weeks. And um, you see a lot of, boy, the clinic that I've been uh, working has been uh, busy. Uh, I think they're all trying to get in quickly. But anyway, have you ever thought, is there anything, is there any traction you know, like you took your heartbeat bill, and um, is there anything that could gain traction with maybe the spark of life bill? You know, sperm plus egg equals life, because this is what we see coming out of these ab- abortion mills. They're walking out with a little pink bag that's full of poison, and they just go home and take care of it at home. Amen. Um, they're not required to do anything. And right next door to this particular abortion mill, there is a life clinic, and they offer free sonograms. Um, so, but you can't even get these women to, you know, take two steps to go do it. 
before they can even prescribe those things. They have to get a sonogram. I don't know. What hey, do folks, let, let me say this right now. Folks, listen, we're not going to eat this apple with one big bite, okay? As much as the people say we don't, they don't like incrementalism, that's the way, it's the way football games are played. You win by yards and first downs. Incrementalism is how you take back ground. So the problems are so vast. I understand, Rochelle. The problems are so vast. But we have to attack one thing at a time. Go ahead, Janet. Okay, so, so I've done some work in Florida. I work with a guy named Mark Mink who's trying to get the heartbeat bill on the ballot. Why? Because the legislature in Florida, uh, is, is there, they, they passed 15-week bill. Hooray. I'm not impressed. Honestly, I'm not impressed. Florida has the ability to protect children from when their heartbeats can be heard and they refuse to do it. Um, if we get a heartbeat bill that with, with, as I just described, going after you have to have a test before any abortion is, is performed, then, then we can get those chemical abortions. But again, what, if it's not a debate, it's not, this is no longer Janet's pipe dream. My wishful thinking, we actually have, uh, uh, the best news nobody knows that the Texas bill, was reviewed by the Supreme Court, the U.S. Supreme Court, also the Texas Supreme Court, but four times. And they don't have the votes to overturn it. That means we've got a way to save children right now, not when Roe crumbles to the ground, and it will, and I believe soon, but, but we don't have to wait. And so why is, why is Florida passing a 15-week bill when we can protect every child right now, today? And that's Amen. what I think we need to do. And Red, again, Red. we'll see. We'll see what Oklahoma does. They've got a civil penalty on a conception bill. And if, if, if we win that, if we get that bill upheld, then abortion is over from, from the spark of life, from the moment of fertilization. You, you talk more than me, Janet. I've never thought I'd come across somebody like that. Come on in, Reggie, and then Dale, quickly. I'm not making yeah. fun of you, Janet. I love it. Go ahead, Reggie. That's right. I want to sort back around to the question that wasn't really answered. It was kind of diverted about there's movement in the background, but let's talk about this. So what is the movement in the background? Let's address that because you know what? That seems to be the party line where everybody's saying, hey, back in the background, there's this movement and we're going to take back. But in the meantime, let's just keep playing the game. I, I would like to address that sincerely. Sure. And, and I'll just say that I, I'm not an expert on that. And that's not that's not my wheelhouse. I do know about it. I have heard that there are people who are working on it. Um, but but I don't I don't have more information on that because I don't know what's happening. But I certainly will find out. Yeah, she can't cook every stew. I'm with her. Can't cook every stew. Uh, uh, Dale, come on in. Pastor Dale. No hey, worries. brother. Yeah, yeah, brother. One of them crazy pastors, brother, out there on the front line, as you know me. Hey, first off, I, I appreciate your work and I appreciate your zeal and your heart. And as a pastor this Saturday, we are going to the capital of Louisiana. We actually have an abolitionist bill that is going up there. It's Just check it out. House Bill 813 uh, by McCormick here in Louisiana. I do want, I, you know, as a pastor, I can't be incremental, although I do, coach knows me. I don't come against any of that. I think that's absolutely wrong in-house fighting. But I, I like to think out of the box. What about presenting a bill that says any representative or senator who signs on to any bill that that ends in the life of a child that they now also can be held criminally liable see they're the ones that are making these laws let's hold their feet to the fire and make them criminally liable also (laughs) i've never heard that idea but I, i i like it Amen, Amen. Bring it. Listen, uh, we st- listen. Uh, we're uh, and Coach knows me. We're staying with Pastor Tony Spell. We're still waiting to hear from the verdict down here in Louisiana. I think yes. Let that thing drop in your spirit because Roe versus Wade started the Supreme Court. Make the judges also liable, and these representatives who are writing these bills make them liable. Folks, don't ever forget this. We like to talk about the Declaration of Independence and the rights granted and the First Amendment of the Constitution. Don't ever forget that the preamble to the Constitution says this, right? We do uh, that these rights are what? For ourselves and for who? Our Our posterity. posterity. So those rights apply to the unborn in the Constitution, not the Declaration, to ourselves and our posterity, right? The right to life, right to be alive. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, Jan, we got two minutes left here. Uh, Folks, let me say this. She is an activist her whole life who's getting involved politically. She's not a politician saying she's going to do action. She has a proven track record of having done this, and she will set Congress upside down if she gets there. 
close it out here for us, Janet. Well, I just want to say that that no matter where you live, uh, this isn't about one small district in northeastern Ohio. This is about taking our country back. And if you want someone who 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 knows how to do it, pick someone who's already done something. You know, when we've been marching for 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 fifty years to end abortion, talking about it, debating about it, there's 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 somebody who actually I had a had a part in in bringing the killing to an end. If we can end abortion. I know this. And the lessons we've learned in this process, we can take our country back. We can gather a team and come united and show up in a red wave that will blow away those rhinos who are used to business as usual, who will sit down every new member and say, this is how the game is played. No, it's not. It's a new game. And you know what? Um, When you have the God of the impossible, once you've seen Goliath fall, (laughs) there is no one who can tell you it can't be done. So if you want to help, you can do that at JanetFoldyerPorter.com, JanetFoldyerPorter.com. Get the word out, especially if you know anybody in the Akron-Canton area, Summit County, Canton area, uh, Stark County, a little bit of Kent. Uh, This is the time. This is the time because I got to well, tell Janet, you, Janet, you, you, this will have national impact. You will be an atomic bomb going into that Congress, won't you? I, I wouldn't do it any other way, Coach. I, I'm not going there to, to hit a brick wall like I did for the last 10 years. I've learned the lessons, and I'm going to apply them here now. I've been fighting rhinos for, for more, than, more than a decade. We're going to now fight the rhinos in Washington and do it with a team uh, and, build, and, and, and put together the plan. The plan is here. It's the America First contract. It's bold because I don't believe this is the time to shrink back. I believe this is the time to take back. America. And that's this what is I- the time to blitz, folks. This is the time to blitz. God bless Amen. you. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you.